the Boston Bruins recorded one of their most encouraging and impressive wins of the season to date. And they're also being tied to the Arizona Coyotes in some trade talks. We're going to get into all that and more here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, January 10th. And I want to thank you so much for making this podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do subscribe if you have not already. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, if you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated, especially if you are an Apple user. I hope you all had a great weekend. It was our youngest seventh birthday. I'm sure you um, have seen him pop in and out of the podcast. If you're a regular listener, couldn't have a regular birthday party because of COVID. So we took him down to Build-A-Bear. And uh, while we were at that mall, I went into a Lids uh, hockey apparel store. I'd never seen that before. I've only seen the hat stores. And they had a Bruins Happy Gilmore jersey which I was very, very tempted to purchase while we were there. A kid was buying a Mighty Ducks Goldberg jersey. They also had a Charlie Conway one on the wall as well. So that was very cool. But all in all, a great birthday for young Henry. And uh, yeah, trying to make the best of this ongoing not great situation. And that's what uh, the Bruins did on... Saturday as well, making the best of a potentially disastrous situation. They were playing once again without Charlie McAvoy, heading into Tampa Bay to face the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Lightning, who have Nikita Kucherov back. They remain one of the best teams in the NHL. And the Bruins uh, came in, stole those two points, didn't even steal them. They just took them, straight up took them from the Lightning and uh, they were boosted by uh, David Pasternak, who scored a pair of goals, and uh, Brad Marchand, who also stepped up. But Pasternak got things going with uh, a goal, just one eleven into the game. Uh, and then um, Brad Marchand, he scored his first of two goals, only 26 seconds into the second period. Uh, So the Bruins scoring early in the first two periods, and that really set the tone for them in this game. Again, uh, Pasternak and Marchand scoring twice each to lead the Bruins over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Just get right into it. Big bear of the night. I'm going to give to, uh, to Pasternak. He had gone almost 10 games without scoring a goal. He now has uh, three over the past week, I believe. And just finally, we're starting to see the David Pasternak that we know 
and love. He, of course, scored the game winner against the Devils last week. Two goals against the uh, the Lightning on a team high seven shots. And he really looks like David Posternock of old. He added a hit. He also had a takeaway. Uh, just playing one of his better games of the season so far. Um, Bruce Cassidy, he uh, credited Boston's puck battling for being able to create some space. A lot of their goals were generated by winning pucks on the wall, playing north, minimizing mistakes in terms of them getting any easy chances. We played a hard-to-play-against type of style tonight, and that's what we want to see from the Boston Bruins on a night-in and night-out basis. Marchand, you know, kind of tried to keep things in context. He said we can't look too deep into it because it's only two points. But it shows there were some question marks early in the year about the teams we were beating and the teams who weren't beating. A lot was made of Boston's inability to beat playoff teams. Um, And, you know, we saw that last week. They beat teams they should have beat, then lost to the Wild, and then um, came out and beat the Lightning. It feels good, Marchand said. It's a big win for a group. And it's another game that we can continue to build on. They have some makeup games and they can catch up on some other teams. So they have to keep winning ultimately as long as they get the points and they're going to continue to put ourselves in a good position. He said, Anton bleed uh, chipped in his second goal of the season came late in the second period off a nice feed from fellow Swede, Oscar Steen uh, bleed uh, on that goal. Cassidy said they win the puck in the neutral zone, Win the puck inside the zone. Steen uses his body. A lot, little plays like that. Not fancy plays, that little plays that they did well that resulted in goals. For Steen, uh, he is now, yeah, becoming, I wouldn't say prolific offensively, but he's playing very well. Uh, he has one goal, four assists for five points uh, in seven games this season. Not likely to keep up that scoring pace, but uh, he is just playing so well and has really, I think, carved out for himself a regular spot in the lineup. Uh, Linus Allmark held things down in net, saving 27 of 29 shots for a 931 save percentage. Uh, He said he wasn't anxious coming into this one. He said it was a feeling of excitement. Always fun to play the best teams in the league because you really have to be sharp and on point. Everything you're doing is a test. He said they forced them to make mistakes. And from what he saw in the net, whenever there was a play that was being made, they were in the right positions to keep it away from the net. Uh, One point of bad news in this one, Nick Foligno left the game with a lower body injury after going down in front of Tampa's net. Um, probably won't be ready to play tonight. Not really sure how bad it is. They need to give it a couple days, I think, for the swelling to go down. And, um, yeah, that it did not look good by any means. And Nick Felino could be out of the lineup for, for some time here. Uh, the Lightning did have the advantage in terms of shot attempts in this one at five on five but the Bruins had more scoring chances. They had many more uh, high danger chances, a 
um, a differential of 10 to 5. And the Bruins had the expected goals differential in this one as well. So it wasn't a matter of them um, eking one out against the Lightning. This one was well-earned. And again, they will look to keep it going tonight against the Washington Capitals. Uh, before we talk about that one, let's talk about Built Bar. It's the new year, and um, you can get your resolutions started and going with a use of Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar. They're covered in 100% chocolate, tastes like a candy bar, and uh, if you don't want to eat healthy because it just gets so boring, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're good for you as well. So here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car. Throw out all the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. When you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. So many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter, uh, brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. They're always coming out with new limited time flavors as well. So check out Build.com to see what is new. Go to their website, Build.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So please do subscribe uh, today. So again, the Bruins uh, looking very impressive in that win over the Lightning, probably one of the most encouraging games of the season to date. A big knock on them has been their inability to beat high level teams and doesn't get any higher level than the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Marshan with two goals, Pasternak with two goals. We've talked about secondary scoring stepping up in this one. It was the big guns with Anton Bleed uh, getting the uh, fifth goal for the Boston Bruins as well. Coming up this week, very busy week. Uh, a four-game week as we have some, uh, you know, makeup games coming up on the schedule. As of right now, this is what's on the schedule tonight in Washington to take on the Capitals, uh, and then there's a game scheduled for Wednesday at home against Montreal. Actually, they have uh, following tonight's game in Washington seven straight home games on deck. So Wednesday. Against Montreal, uh, the Canadians have some COVID issues of their own right now, so that one's a bit iffy. But right now it's on the schedule, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday night against the Flyers at home, and then Saturday afternoon they will host the Nashville Predators. As far as tonight's opponent goes, the Washington Capitals are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference at the moment. They are... Uh, fifth in points, but only two points back of Florida and Tampa Bay, and only one point back of both Carolina and the Rangers. In terms of point percentage, they are down in uh, sixth, actually, behind 
Carolina, Florida, Toronto, the Rangers, and the Lightning. They have a plus 25 goal differential, which puts them fourth in the Eastern Conference. And they have fallen off a bit over the last uh, 10 games. They're only four, three, and three. Our Bruins are six, three, and one. And uh, a good opportunity here to uh, take care of another top team in the Eastern Conference. They are led, of course, by Alex Ovechkin, who's having an MVP-worthy season. 24 goals, 27 assists for 51 points to date. Uh, usual suspects as a supporting cast, Evgeny Kuznetsov, John Carlson, Tom Wilson, who's always uh, mixing it up. We all remember the Brad, sorry, the Brandon Carlo incident last year. One question mark is uh, Nicholas Backstrom. He did return from off-season surgery last week, but he was out of the lineup over the weekend with illness. They're twenty-seven and nine. Our Bruins are now eighteen, eleven, and two. I would think that Bruce Cassidy might go back to Linus Allmark and net. I'd go back with the hot hand myself after beating the uh, the Lightning. I think you deserve to get right back in there. And um, yeah, we'll see later on this morning if there are any lineup changes. Uh, who's in for Nick Felino, and uh, if Charlie McAvoy is ready to come back into the lineup hopefully he is because any length of time that you're without charlie mcavoy is uh is not great so that's the latest on the boston bruins there was a report on uh hockey night in canada this past weekend linking the boston bruins to arizona coyotes left winger lawson kraus this came from uh sportsnet's jeff merrick uh, it's a name that I mentioned last week after Elliot Freeman had put Kraus in uh, his 32 thoughts column, suggesting he could be available. Number 11 overall pick from the 2015 NHL draft and playing for the absolutely awful Arizona Coyotes. He's on pace for a 23 goal, 43 point season, which would smash both his Previous career totals of 15 goals and 25 points. Um, now, according to Ty Anderson of 98.5, he did some more digging. All nine of Krause's goals have come at five on five. Uh, so that's 21st in five on five goals among NHL forwards. He's also been very effective um, with. Uh, five on five goals per 60 minutes. He's ranks 1.28 goals, five on five per 60 minutes. And uh, he's also uh, a heavy guy as well, heavy hitting guy. He's got, uh, he's just one of two forwards to average at least one goal and 10 hits per 60 minutes of five on five play, joining Predators Tanner Janot. Tom Wilson, who I mentioned earlier, is close to that. Yakov Trenin in Nashville, close to that as well. But uh, he is a Bruins-type player through and through. He can score. He's a big body, not afraid to get physical. He's in the final year of his current $1.533 million contract. Uh, Arbitration-eligible, restricted free agent. Uh, So the Coyotes... 
reticent to give him much of a raise and they're in full rebuild mode, just taking things down right to the bare bones. So he could be a candidate for sure. Would they want to take DeBrusque back and have to deal with his qualifying offer? Probably not. Kraus is arguably a bit better this year. Well, he is better this year and uh, cheaper, but you know, the Bruins definitely seem to be interested in, in Kraus. They do have a glut on the left side already. Six natural left wings on the roster. Uh, another two who can move to the left wing when necessary in the centers they signed. Eric Howla, Thomas Nosek. Uh, they ha- may have more needs when it comes to the trade market. Defenseman, center. Uh, but, you know, it's not what take what you can get. But it's also making the best of your assets. And, and Kraus would be an upgrade, certainly. On DeBrusque, I would argue, and um, some other guys in the lineup as well. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on as uh, the trade deadline approaches. It's in March uh, this year, March 22nd, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So still a couple months left, but uh, we could see some trade action picking up here sooner than later. Now, Bet Online is the best place for all your sports wagering this season. The football playoffs are set, and they have a new updated desktop and mobile website where you can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. It's not just football they have you covered in. It's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, baseballs just around the corner. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, let's uh, look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Former Montreal Canadiens general manager Mark Bergevin has a new job. He has been uh, hired as a senior advisor to Rob Blake by the uh, Los Angeles Kings. Um, so that is something I know he didn't exactly leave on the best of circumstances. Obviously the Canadians are terrible. He drafted Logan Mayu from the London Knights after he had uh, pulled himself from the draft because of his suspension. Uh, but the Kings certainly seem to think that he is still uh, a good evaluator of talent. Speaking of talent, uh, Evander Kane cleared unconditional waivers on Sunday. The San Jose Sharks can terminate his contract, making the winger an unrestricted free agent. Uh, The NHLPA is filing a grievance on his behalf. The Sharks uh, put him on unconditional waivers because of COVID violations, including traveling to Vancouver when he was on the COVID protocol list in the um AHL I got some questions as to whether the Bruins should go after him on a a short deal low uh low cap deal you know he certainly is a talented scorer but for me just character wise and just everything that he's been through I don't think the Bruins need that 
distraction, nor do I think he would really fit into uh, the room with uh, with this leadership group. Sorry, Bessie is really uh, getting up here today. Another name that's on the trade market is John Klingberg. He doesn't appreciate the way the Dallas Stars are approaching his uh, impending contract negotiations. He would be a fantastic target for the Boston Bruins, although he may be uh, a bit too pricey. He is a right-hand shot. A lot of people are saying, well, the Bruins need Bessie. What are you doing? The Bruins need help on the left side. You know, I'd argue that the right side could use some help as well. Uh, he's in the final year of a $4.25 million deal, uh, which is great value for him at this time. Uh, looking for a raise. Obviously, he's only 29, but a right side of McAvoy, Carlo, and Klingberg would be uh, would be unreal for the, the Boston Bruins, and I certainly would love to see them uh, take a run at Klingberg. Anyways, that is it for this Monday's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you're all keeping well. Uh, Lauren and I started watching Dope Sick over the weekend, uh, which is a story about OxyContin in the United States based on the real uh, company behind it, but also sprinkling in some fictional elements of those affected by it. Very good. It's on Disney Plus up here in Canada. Uh, not sure what's on in the States, but uh, if you're looking for something to watch, uh, definitely check that out. Although there are four Bruins games this week, so uh, evenings will be well occupied. Say goodbye, Bessie. I hope you all have a great Monday, that your week gets off to a good start. Uh, try to stay positive, friends. I'm doing my best as well, and hopefully this podcast provides a good distraction for you along those lines. Encouraging wing for the Bruins on Saturday. Hopefully they can keep it going. Keep it locked to uh, locked NHL Bruins or at Ian C. McLaren on Twitter for all the latest in terms of lineup news, any breaking Bruins news. And um, go check out the Locked on Bets podcast as your second listen today. Also free and available on all platforms. Hosted by uh, your boy Q and expert analysis from Lee Sterling, your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. All right, friends, that's it. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow for a recap of tonight's game against the Capitals, as well as a look at the Eastern Conference Power Rankings. Take care.